Hello, you are now listening to the Claim It podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. On this podcast, I'm going to do a little solo episode talking about what is behind <laughs> the reason I'm changing my name on social media. Um, you might be like, why do I care? And you may not, but it may reveal some things for yourself. And also, I like, you know, sharing about these things. So there's a few reasons. I just changed my main account, which was at Your Joyologist, to be at underscore Trisha Huffman because Trisha Huffman was not available. Um, so a few reasons. I've always gone by... Your Joyologist. My first website was yourjoyologist.com. It still is yourjoyologist.com, uh, except I also did buy myself trishahuffman.com as a gift for my 40th birthday this year. <laughs> but right now, that's just pointed at yourjoyologist.com. But um, so one thing is really super silly. I never liked my last name, Huffman. Um, even when I was a kid, my dad's mom was like remarried the entire time. You know, like they got me remarried. She got remarried when my dad was like 18. So so I only knew her as Grandma Anderson. And so I was like, well, why can't I have the last name Anderson? Can Why can't I be Trisha Anderson? <laughs> um, yeah, that didn't really go anywhere. But anyway, it's such a silly thing. But I just really never liked the name Huffman. Um but a bigger part of it is what I now see is a self-worth struggle. So when I first, you know, started blogging, I did have being Trisha, I think like my, I had a blog spot or whatever that blogging platform was, that was being Trisha. Cause at that time I was learning about like who we're being in our lives. And that's made up of our thoughts, our actions, our beliefs, our attitudes, um, I feel like I'm forgetting something. But anyway, so the blog was being Trisha and I was like sharing about these realizations I was having in day to day time. It's still similar to the way I share now where it's like, oh, I noticed this and this is what I saw in it. And this is how I'm changing, you know, or this is how I'm shifting how I think about it or whatever it is. And so my social media used to be being Trisha. And then, though, when I wanted to build an actual website, I went with yourjoyologist.com. Joyologist was the title I got on tour when I created this role, taking care of artists, keeping them grounded in body and mind on the road. Grounded, empowered, inspired, healthy. I took care of what they ate, led them through yoga, but also put up empowering quotes, put in affirmations on the mirror, and talked to them as a like life coach being there for them um, to call them out on their shit and to also like, well, what do you want? It's your life. You get to choose and reminding them of while they're doing the things because it's um, it's a lot of work to, um, to live out your dream, <laughs> especially when a lot of people have access to you and can talk to you about you and say whatever they want. Anyway, so the first tour I did, I was given the title Joyologist, and it stuck. And so then when I was going to make a website, I'll just do yourjoyologist.com. And originally it was going to be your so that you could also – my first logo was pretty terrible. But it, it was, like, written so it would be, like, you are 
the letter R, joyologist. So the point was always to be like, I'm your joyologist, but you can be your own joyologist too. You're a joyologist. Um, so like, here I am. I never had, you know, there was never one ounce of me that ever wanted to just be like TrishaHuffman.com. And even once I started to learn more about online businesses, it was always like the best practice is really to use your own name because you can always evolve what you're doing and people can find you and whatever. And I was just like, I'm not going to use TrishaHuffman.com. Like, I can't just use my name. Um, so I went with your joyologist. And yeah, like I said, I think it was just easier for me to do that. And even um, on Twitter, you know, I'd always write my own like tweets and sometimes I would share quotes and stuff of other people and I would always give them credit. And when the Instagram started uh, and I realized you could like, you know, share these images of your words. So then I started sharing my thoughts there and once it was like, oh, people are, you know, sharing people's stuff and they don't get credit. So make sure you put like a, you know, a logo or your name on it um, so they can find who wrote the words. So I would always put yourjoyologist.com on the credits, like even when I was being Trisha or your joyologist. And then I did when I started my shop account, I made that your joyologist once I started to have products. And so since my often my words would get credited like even one year a post of mine went viral and Drew Barrymore shared it and she just credited you know the body book or something that had shared it but on the image there was my logo your joyologist so this image got shared so many times but it was being credited for your joyologist which was my shop account it's all me but I did have a moment at that time but no like that's like that got shared from this account that got shared from being Trisha those are my words but I got it like well yeah why wouldn't somebody on you know why of course if they see your joyologist on the post then they're gonna just tag your joyologist so a couple years ago I switched it so your joyologist became my main account and I changed the other name to your joyologist shop and that was great. And then I was just even like, okay, this is going to give me even more. Like, I don't have to question what I'm sharing on social media anymore. Like, I'm sharing these types of things. And that was good for me because I didn't, didn't have to be like, oh, I made the smoothie. Should I share it? Do I want to share this? I don't know. What do I share on social media? So giving my name, the account, Your Joyologist, that was my main account. It helped me, like, be more, like, this is all I share on this account. And that felt good to me and simple and easy. So I wasn't trying to make like a beautifully streamlined account where everything's the same color scheme. And it was just like, that was easy for me. It's easy for me to write posts and put them out. White background. Sometimes it's a black background. Sometimes it's a beige background. Easy. I keep your dryologist logo on it. Done. But so now I have my first book coming out. April 22. Wait, no. April 19th of 2022. And obviously, it's written by Trisha Huffman. <laughs> I did have them add Your Joyologist under my name on the book cover for that, you know, brand recognizability, whatever the word I'm trying to say is. But I also started to realize, like, if I'm going to have a book out in the world that has my name on it, I probably do want to make it easier for people to find me. So do I want to change my social media name to Trisha Huffman? And that felt, it's, you know, this is something I've been pondering for a while. And it felt a little like, I don't know, because then I saw that's the self-worth struggle of like, then I ha I'm fully owning my own words. 
by putting Trisha Huffman on my words, I am saying these are my words. And it's so silly because even though your just was on there and when that post went so you know viral and I'm like I wrote that I wrote that like I wrote that that's give me credit it's me but then at the same time I was hiding behind <laughs> your joyologist is the brand and yeah like it felt awkward to me in the past and it still is a little weird to be like so if I put my name on the post Trisha Huffman like I'm quoting myself that it made me feel like who am I how dare I quote myself and be like I have something to say to share with the world because I'm always someone who shared other people's quotes. I used to have a daily newsletter that had a quote of the day that was like somebody else's, you know, quote that was an empowering, inspiring person. And then I would create an affirmation based on that and then a thought and the thought would basically be my quote. But anyway, I always shared other people's quotes and got inspired by them. I mean, my favorite quote ever, my daughters both have the middle name named after that. I have a tattoo on it. Like a quote, just a simple quote changed my entire life. So I think that's why the quote is no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. I might've edited that a little bit, but it's Eleanor Roosevelt. And when I found that in my early twenties, it really like changed the way I showed up for my life and stopped feeling like oh, everybody's judging me and nobody thinks I can do it. And when I was trying to make it as a sound engineer and um, that quote reminded me, no one can make me feel feel inferior without my consent. So like, even though these people are saying these things and judging me, if I feel I'm capable, I'm going to keep showing up. Um, So the fact that other people's quotes had such a big impact to me, I'm now seeing as I'm sharing this in real time, that I think that has been a really challenging thing for me to put my name out there. But at the same time, I have built like a business and a career for myself saying, hey, I want to help you. I want to support you. I want to give you these tools that I've learned and that help me. Like I want to, I want to write a book and share these things. I'm making videos and sharing them. Let me come out on your podcast and talk about work with me. I'm so amazing. I will change your life. And really believing those things, but at the same time still being like, but who am I, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my goodness. So yes, I'm putting my name on stuff now and I've slowly worked into it. You might've seen recently, if you follow me on social media, that some of my posts still have the Ordwell just logo, but I would start to put Trisha Huffman like under there too. I'm probably going to leave that for a while, like leave my logo on there and my name to like, again, because if people have don't have any real context of who I am and just, you know, followed it as an account and suddenly see it switched, they might be confused. Um, yeah, and I'm not leaving your dwell just behind. Uh, I guess Instagram puts a hold on names for 14 days or something like that. So I thought it would be as easy as it was a couple years ago when I switched and I could just easily switch. And so my Your Dryologist shop account will eventually become Your Dryologist. But right now that Your Dryologist account name, they're just holding on to in case I changed my mind and want it back for Trisha Huffman. So the one reason for changing it was me feeling like, okay, it's time to really step in and own your work, own your words, seeing the self-worth struggle and to not feel like I'm saying I'm better than somebody else by putting their words on their post. I've never thought about anybody else. 
Like people who I follow, whose words I love and I share, I have never once thought, who do they think they are putting their name on their words? I'm even someone who like will comment on people's posts if it's posts and they haven't tagged the person like, hey, this is someone where it's like, I want people to get the credit they deserve. And I wanted that for myself, but also yet yeah, was making it harder for people to credit me. So, yeah. Woo! <laughs> so that was one reason. I mean, second reason also, like I mentioned, was that I have a book coming out next year. And hopefully that's the first of many. I believe it's the first of many. I, yeah, I know I have several books in me. And yes, usually you look at the book. Oh, who wrote this? Trisha Huffman. Let me find Trisha Huffman. Let me tag Trisha Huffman. Let me learn more about Trisha Huffman, whoever the author is. So making it easier for people to find me. And also over the years, and this is something I know I've mentioned on some podcast episodes with guests, is that I have wondered if joyologist and your joyologist somehow came off as like a turnoff to some people. Um, and especially with the lately like focus on what is toxic positivity and, you know, like that it's not the healthiest thing to just be only focusing on the good and good vibes only and all of that like belief so I just looked up a definition really quick I don't know what that means but one says toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how dire or difficult a situation is people should maintain a positive mindset it's a good vibes only approach to life and so that is a like struggle whereas I am somebody that does naturally believe like okay it's somehow working out it's somehow making sense um, I will find the good but at the same time, I've also learned if you're trying to force yourself to do that, like while you're in the shitty, it doesn't work. So you know, it's pretty terrible. It's like, oh, I just got diagnosed with cancer or a family member is. And that a coping mechanism could be like, okay, this is going to make us focus on what's important or we're, you know, really going to be so grateful. And like, that might be true, but also like, yeah, it sucks. It really sucks to go through that. So making space for both has pretty much always been my thing. Like from the start of me sharing, I was all like, these are the facts. This is reality. Like my dad just died suddenly. Um, you don't know you're, if you're going to die tomorrow. So like, yes, take advantage of your life and live your life. But also, in, it was also then seeing, oh, I'm working with these people that I'm living my biggest dream, but they're really living their biggest dream. And they still have doubts and fears and shame and, you know, struggle with making the right choices and all sorts of things. So also was seeing like, oh, that's the human experience and that, that it's not wrong, that it isn't like, oh no, I had a doubt or I had a fear, I had worry, so I'm thinking negatively, let me only think positively. For me, and I've shared this many times, especially when I share affirmations each week, that how I create affirmations and how I found them the most powerful in my life is by being real with myself of what I am thinking, believing, and struggling with. So not to avoid it and to only think positive, but to actually dig in and what is something I'm struggling with right now? What is a doubt? You know, like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't think I'll be able to make enough money to live in LA. I'm not going to be able to. Okay, so that you know, is a real thing. So what can I do? And it's not just thinking like, I am abundant. 
thinking the positive thoughts helps. But for me, looking at the actual doubts and fears that I have, then make and make me question them and get answers so that I feel more supported and grounded. Like, okay, that's reality. So then what can I do? Let me look at my finances. Let me look at the reality of things. Like what could I get? What do I not need? What do I want? What could I be doing to bring in more income? Oh, it's possible you might need to do this. You might need to get another sort of job. You might like, so allowing myself to see all the possibilities to something and then also believing that it is possible for me. So that's why I've always like, yeah, felt like, what do people think? Because if you see my posts, I am someone who always shares the sort of like making space for both. And to not just like should yourself out of the feelings that you have, but to allow yourself to have them, but also to question them. But I'm also a very like positive minded person or optimistic person. Um, But I also am someone that's like, yeah, I'm not feeling it today. So I'm going to like lay in bed all day and that's good. I'm not somebody that pushes to, you know, I, I, yeah, I hold space for it all. And that is a complicated thing. And that's what a lot of my work is. And especially, you know, where I won the group coaching program and my one-on-one work is not like, so you're only seeing the good, but so that you're able to really see what's happening in your mind so that you can work to shift that and make space for that and not make yourself wrong for it. Like a lot of what I'm about is self-compassion and getting real with what you're thinking and believing and making space to own your lamb life, claim your joy, claim your worth right now. And it's a daily thing. So that's also, I've been like from the beginning, like this isn't like you do this and everything's going to be perfect. It's a daily, daily choices, daily challenges, daily struggles. Anyway, so I had worried if your joyologist sounded too happy, positive, um, even, you know, back in the day, I worried if it was like too hippie sounding um, because and I don't think that hippie is a bad thing. Um, but yeah, I was just more like, no, I'm like a rock and roll person. But like, yes, I do a lot of things that would be associated with people that um, would could be labeled hippies. But but no, I wear black and I whatever. So. So I str- I've basically always struggled with joyologists at the same time as owning it. Like, yeah, well, I do want to spread joy. And I think that it is a sort of like interesting term. But always was a little like, I don't know. But what else would I call myself? I can't just call myself by the name. Who am I to use my own name? <laughs> so there you go. The many reasons that maybe just all come back to one really but really the main many reasons of why I'm changing my name on social media and yeah eventually yourjoyologist.com might just be like for my shop and my app and trishahuffman.com will be the page that it is now that's like here's you know work with me here's where trisha's been on podcasts here's speaking and where like my blogs and everything will still live remember blogs oh my gosh I actually started to write a blog the other night Uh, And I didn't post it, though. Maybe I'll finish it and post it. (laughs) I used to blog like every day. But yeah, thank you all for being on this journey with me, no matter how long you've been following along with me. It's so funny because I, too, have been like, oh, but if I call myself Trisha Huffman, nobody will know who I am because I'm like, people don't know. I've 
has anybody been the person where you always recognize and remember other people? Not always, but I often do, but then feel like, oh, they won't remember me. I have that too as well. And that's a self-worth thing. Whereas even like I have visible tattoos. So it's like, even if they didn't remember me as a person as being like interesting or remarkable, like a lot of people would recognize me based on my tattoos. And I still for so long would believe, oh, they probably don't recognize me. I don't know if I want to say hi or reintroduce myself because they won't remember me. Oh, I'm rolling my eyes. People won't know who I am if I change my account name to Trisha Hoffman, which they may not if they, whatever, if they only followed me on social media and didn't, you know, whatever. But yeah, it feels um, good. And it wasn't like, this was, like I said, something I've been pondering for months. Like even when I was like, okay, I'm going to change my account name. Well, I'll use Trisha, but I'm not going to use Trisha Huffman. Maybe I'll use like Trisha Joyce and then Trisha this. And I was like, well, that's just creating more mess. If you want it to make it easier to find you, use your freaking name. Um, so, but yeah, it's taken some time to fully step into it. And right now I feel like, yes, I'm doing it. Whereas I even changed the names, like while my kids were playing and while I was with them and not like, in a, I'm in a perfectly like whatever calm, what it's time to do this. It was just like, I'm doing it now. <laughs> my content will pretty much stay the same. Um, like I said, I might, it might make space for me to be like messier and like post random photos that still would then have captions that, you know, are sharing things, but, um, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna end up being a big mismatch of my life and, you know, whatever mismatch. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It won't, I'm not gonna like, it's not gonna turn into like a mommy blog or something. (laughs) So the content will stay the same. And like I said, it might just become even more real and free and um, it feels good. And so I would love, you know, you to think about like, where have you, like, can you tell her somewhere in your life where you've been like hiding behind something and it was like a self-worth struggle of like, yeah, maybe you're one of the people like me who stills can struggle to be like, hi, remember me? Um, or yeah, are you not owning your work your creativity, your passion, your something in some way. So I, you know, I always like to share about what's going on for me, but then like to focus it back on you a little bit. (laughs) And um, yeah, got lots of things. Remember the app is only $3.99 to download. That's a one-time purchase, tons of empowering thoughts there. I've got a whole ton of YouTube videos. I haven't made one in a while. But the ones that there, the bullshit series especially, are so great, so good. Um, and um, yeah, I've got one-on-one coaching opening again, which feels so great. I And that will be, I plan to keep it open now for a while. It's been closed for a long time while I was getting in the gear to write the book and writing it. Um, and yeah new stuff coming because I'm like fully stepping into owning my work and uh, it feels good and a little scary and that's the thing we can feel both things we can feel more than one thing at once so yay thank you all for being here with me the journey the support that every time I get a message you know like I just want you to know yeah every comment on a post saying like thank you or I love that episode. Like it really does mean something to know that 
even if one person out there in the world listened or read something and got something from it, then I'm like, yes, I'm doing what I'm meant to be. (laughs) All right. Chat soon.